Welcome to Love Lift Life podcast. I'm your host, Yuko Kudo, an artist and storyteller. Here on this podcast, you can connect with the like-hearted people one story at a time. The conversations focused on art, people, and social good. Special thanks to Prime Produce Apprentice Cooperative, Guild for Good, here in the heart of New York City. I see you, I hear you, I love you. Because we need each other more than ever, and we don't have to do it alone. So now, let's connect. In this episode, I had a conversation with John and Mark X. Cronin about the power of social enterprise and the benefit of hiring people with differing abilities and their mission to spread happiness. Here's John and Mark. Thank you everyone for tuning in today and for this episode. We have John and Mark with a K, Mark X. Cronin. And these two are father-son team that founded John's Crazy Socks, the world's largest sock store. So I'm super excited. And thank you, John and Mark, for being here with me today. We're really glad to be here, right, bud? Thank you so much. This is cool. How are you two doing today? A good day? A pretty good day. You looking forward to a good day? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Amazing. So let's start with a fun one. What is a fun fact that most people don't know about you? Go ahead. Uh, I, ha- I have done this one. Well, everybody will know that. What's something people don't know about you? Um, something you like or something you do? Something I do that I, I love working. You love working. I think a lot of people know that about you. <laughs> I love working. You're I, very public about things. Yes, I do. I, I like working a lot. Is, is there a show you really like that maybe people don't know about or a singer or an actor you really like? I do. Who? Kevin James. Kevin James? You're a big fan of Kevin James? Nice. And, and, and then Matt, Le, Matt Lebke. LeBlanc? LeBlanc. From, from Friends? Joey? Yep. Joey is not your role model. And Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I could see that. I like her. You like her? You have the same birthday as her, right? Yeah, they That's do. something people probably didn't know. That's a really cool, fun fact. Uh, I can uh, I can share a fact that not many people would know. You know. When I was young, I had a lot of really terrible jobs. And one of them, I worked as a hotel chambermaid. Um, which uh, did not last long because one of the basic requirements was you'd be able to make a bed. And for the life of me, I could not do that. <laughs> and the poor woman who was my boss, I she had to follow behind me and remake every bed. And after several days, I came and I said, you know, I don't think my future is in working in the hotel space. Well, so how many days did it last? I think about three days. I was, it was a long time ago. It was the summer, because I'm old. I got a long time behind me. It was the summer of 1980. Right. Right. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So again, I am super excited to have this conversation with you two today. So my first question is actually for you, John. So it was your idea to work with your dad, correct? Yes, yeah, as this my idea, 
I want to go. I, I want to go to bed with with my dad, and I started from. I I I, I was I I I just um a school um I went to the Hudson High School. I go I go to be my last year, and um I I I just finished school. I looking at ideas, and um I look for job program and school. It doesn't, I don't like. So we should unpack that a little bit, huh? It came out when John was in his last year of high school, right? Which high school? High school. Right. And, and here's something maybe your listeners will know or, uh, or learn. If you have a disability, you can stay in the public school system anywhere in the U.S. until you turn 21. But once you turn 21, you got to get out. It's often known as the 21-year-old cliff. Because when you're in school, everything is right there in front of you. All your services, everything you need. But once you're done with school, you're on your own. If you're in a state like New York or New Jersey, California, Massachusetts, there are a lot of services out there. Mm -hmm. But you still have to try to find them. Right. In states like Texas or Florida, there are no services. So he was in his last year of school. Yes. You said what you were looking at, but he didn't find anything. And that's an unfortunate reality. Right. That there aren't good options for most people with a different ability. But Johnny Boy here, yep. he's a little modest. He's a natural entrepreneur, right? Right. So... You couldn't find a job. What did you say you were going to do? I, I, I want to create one. I want to make one. So just make a job. There you go. And so, yes, you came to me. What did you say? I want to go to bed with my dad. It was his idea to go into business together, right? Right. And I have three sons. John's the youngest of them. And this is one I can work with. <laughs> Didn't you say that one of your brother tried to work with you too? Our, our, my, his older brother, my middle son, worked with us for a while. We love him dearly. Um, we get along well, but working together was not working. It appeared that if we kept doing it, you would find us both dead on the floor with hatchets in our heads in a pool of blood. So. <laughs> No, it's it's a one thing to get along with the family and get along with the friends, but it's a whole new game to work with family and friends. It's hard. Um, you know, we work together, and my wife, John's mom, works in the business with us now. So you know, at the end of the day, you're going home, and you know, you want to unwind or something. But I might turn and say, "Hey, what about this?" Because where does work end and home begin? And um, it it can be challenging, right? Right. But we've been able to make it work. We've been very fortunate. You, right? I'm. Yes. I couldn't do this without you, right? And so my, I, I, I never without to my dad. Hmm. I love that. So, how has your relationship changed before and since you started working business together? What's changed? Well, I kind of work for him, so he puts me in my place from time to time. But we've always been close. 
Mm. We've always spent a lot of time together. Isn't that true? Yes. We've done a lot together. So this is an outgrowth of that. But the experience of doing things together and as a parent of watching John constantly come up the learning curve and watching what he's able to achieve and to be there with him when he does that, it's, it's awesome. Um, right? But there have been some times, there was a time, oh, this was two, three years ago, there was a guy in here, we had met with them, he wanted to do a licensing deal. Um, and by the time we were sitting down, he, he was saying some things that were kind of disturbing, I didn't like, and it was clear we were not going to do business. So I wanted him out of the building. Um, but John had promised him he'd give him a tour. So we finished our meeting, and John's starting to give him a tour, and I kind of interrupt to try to speed it up. John looks at me and says, we have to talk. And he comes into, we shared an office at the time, comes into the office. We had that banner up, you can see behind me. He points at that, says, whose name is up there? So your name is, because that's right. And then he holds up, have this notebook. It's got his picture on it. Whose name is there? I say, your name is, because that's right. You never interrupt my tour again. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, we don't. Yeah, I'll, 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 one, I'll, I'll one downside. If I, uh, if I did that, we couldn't be good friends. A friend, I got to have to together. Right. We, we have learned some things about each other. Um, like we participated in a, a, a business I've accelerator called Mass Challenge. Yeah, and there would be classroom settings and things, and John would always show up early, get seats, yeah, and he'd be texting me, "You're late, quit talking to people." And then I would come in, and I'd lean over to say something to him, and he would go, Shh, "Pay attention." And so we learned that if we were in high school together, we were not going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, John, what did you learn from your father since you started business? Um, I learned from my father that uh, he, uh, I, he, uh, I give me a uh, uh, strength and my passion, and I how, I how uh, I he is uh, hardworking, and how I how I he appreciate. I'm so grateful. Uh, I, I'm so grateful at my dad. Um, I'm Mrs. Potter. People, you're listening to this, but they're just holding each other shoulder to shoulder. This is so sweet. Um, so John's crazy socks. You've been busy, and the main part of this work is to spread happiness. I would really love for you to share what does spreading happiness mean to each of you. Um. Well, you always say two things, right? Yeah, uh, two things uh, is gratitude and, and for others. Uh, uh, all about what's possible, like a spirit happiness. And, and I can see uh, uh, 
what does it change and change the world? Uh, change the world to see. We, we could talk about how we built the business on four pillars and that, that we build that happiness yeah. on, right? One. Socks, you can you can love. How many different socks do we have? We have over than 3,000. So that makes John the owner of the world's largest socks. That's right. Right? So it starts with what do people want and give it to them. But a second part, and, and, and you know, in terms of business, you got to be great e-commerce business. Yeah. Right? Got to have great, a great website, great selection, great products, great service. Um, and so that's part of it, right? If, if we send you the wrong item or it gets there late, you're not going to be happy. We want to make mm -hmm. you happy. It's got to happen right away. Then it's making it personal. Yeah, make it personal. So we're always looking for ways to connect with our customers. So what goes in every package? Every package get a second note from me and a candy. But I'll give you, you know, a couple of different takes on that. You know, first, you've heard the old saw, the customer is always right. Nonsense. The customer can be dead wrong. But we're not in the business of being right. We're in the business of making that customer happy. Mm. So, you know, our customer service people, we call happiness creators. We don't time any conversations. It's a human conversation. Right. It's a mindset. I'll give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, came into a conversation with some of our colleagues, and it turned out somebody had said, they wanted to order some socks and they wanted to pay by check. So we only take orders online. You got to pay with a credit card or PayPal or Amazon Pay, Apple Pay. Unless you call us up and say, I want to give you an order on the phone, we'll say fine. And if you want to pay us by check, that's fine. Uh, but what happened is we didn't put the order aside. So the socks a woman wanted, one of them sold out in the intervening time. And we got to talking about it. I said, okay, how come we didn't just send the socks right away? And the answer was, well, we had to wait until we got the check. Why? Just if you told me, if you told somebody you were going to mail them a check, would you mail them a check? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the world we want to live in. If somebody tells us they're going to mail the check, believe them. We'll ship the product right away. Right. We're not talking some anonymous thing. You're talking somebody we had a conversation with. Right. I, I, I and, and going on, and one of our colleagues said, oh, but what if it's a big order? We could lose a lot of money. But if they told us, let's, let's, that's the world we want to live in, where there's trust and respect and you value people's words. And until you break that, you can lose trust. Let's, let's live in that world. Right. And in fact, we're coming up on our fifth anniversary in December. Nobody has ever bounced a check. So that's just one way of approaching, of believing, trusting people, and extend that. Right. Right? I, I can't share what I think. Sure. Uh, it's really good story. Uh, 
one of my colleagues, um, Jane Green, mm -hmm. and my customer, uh, um, on a, a suck of my way, right? My way, and um, she and she says, oh, I'll, 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 I'll you a, a locate uh, in New York, right? And she, uh, I, 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 I bring that socks. Uh, to her, drove I, to a customer's I, I sock. To, I told you a customer's sock. Right. And, and, and that, that's why. It, you, you do things to make people happy, yes. to pay attention. So there have been times when somebody really wanted a particular sock. And we were out of stock of it. We bought it from another company to ship it to that person. We were going to lose money. But we didn't care. We were going to take care of that customer. Right? Or you got to get everybody to buy it. So here's an example, too. Um, we give out candy, right? Right. We also sell socks for diabetics. And one day, one of our happiness packers says, wait a second. Why are we sending candy to somebody with diabetes? So now, if you order a diabetic sock, we send sugar-free candy to once you believe, then you make that belief manifest in everything you do. In the way we paint the walls, right. in the signage we put up, in the way we answer the phone or respond to an email. Um, and for us, it's not just customer service, it's customer experience. You know, we're, and that's where part of the you know, the making a personal comes in. Mm -hmm. We're not selling the customers. Right. We're selling the people. Right. We're working with people. We don't, we have business services. We're not selling the businesses. We're working with people. And we're going to be human about it. Uh, yeah. Right. A uh, thing, um, um, I, um, now, uh, one customer, like, um, uh, um, Customer, uh, uh, from the um, um, Melgen side, right? She would just uh, socks for her, uh, for her son wedding, right? Wedding, and 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 she went twice down. Oh, driving to get them, uh, and we them. we made arrangements to get her the socks. I mean, here's the thing, right? So we've now wow. shipped to eighty-five different countries. 360,000 packages. Mm -hmm. But John still makes home deliveries. Yeah, I... I if we I, get an, an order between our office and home, on the way home, John does a home delivery. Right, as very funny. I even show up at 10 o'clock night. Right. And, and I... Um, when we started. I really, really started. might be there 10 at night handing them out. Right. right? Worried that somebody was going to answer the door with a shotgun. I, I shotgun something. Um, so, you know, it's it's spreading happiness. The third pillar is giving back. It's that gratitude. Yeah. It's not. Well, let's wait to the end of the year and see if we have some money. It's baked into everything we do. Mm -hmm. Started by pledging five percent of our earnings to the Special Olympics. Why the Special Olympics? I am Special Olympic athlete. Right? We are so grateful for what the Special Olympics does. Without yeah. 
If they, you know, you, when did you start competing? How old were you? I started when I was five at 2001. And how old are you now? I'm 25. John's 25. So he's been doing this for 20 years. If there was no Special Olympics, there would be no John's crazy song. Mm. So much from that. Many of our colleagues are Special Olympic athletes. Many of us have coached in the Special Olympics. But then we've gone on to create products that raise awareness and money for causes. So what was the first awareness sock we had? I first tried it, I found it from awareness socks. And who designed that? I did, I created and I love that socks. Right? In fact, here's a good anecdote about John. This, we, when, when did we open? Uh, we opened on uh, 2016. What day? Uh, December 9th. December 9th. Right. So now, jump back to January of 2017. We're getting started. We're learning nobody buys anything in January because they bought everything in December. And we're looking, what could we sell? And that's when we learned that people celebrate World Down Syndrome Day, which is what day? A day it's March 21st. They celebrate that by wearing crazy socks. Yeah. Would have been good if we knew that ahead of time. Um, we're not that smart. But we go looking for a Down syndrome sock we could sell. And we couldn't find one. And what do you say? I, I said, I'm going to create one. I'm going to make one. You're just, why don't we make one? There you okay. go. The first one. And that raises money for the National Down Syndrome Society and a local group, ACDS. But we've gone on to create autism awareness socks, uh, CP awareness socks. Last year, during when the pandemic was hitting us really hard in New York, we wanted to say thank you. So we created healthcare superhero socks. And they've raised over $50,000 for COVID-19 frontline workers with Good Samaritan Hospital in Long Island and the American Nurses Association. We're just now unveiling, we're, we're national sponsors for the American Cancer Society's a Gold Together campaign to defeat pediatric cancer. Um, so giving back is baked into everything we do. Right? We have an Autism Can Do scholarship. Um, this is essential to who we are. Um, it's a key component to that spreading happiness. The most important pillar for us is showing what people can do when you give them an opportunity. So you have Down syndrome, right? I do. We don't hide John in the back. He's the face of the business. More than half of our employees have a differing ability. And to us, it's not enough to just hire people. We want to show the world. So we host school tours coming in here in work groups. Uh, we do speaking engagements. We've traveled across Canada, the United States, Mexico. And we're part of the U.S. State Department Speakers Bureau. And then when the pandemic hit, we moved all that online. So we've spoken around the world. Yesterday, we were talking to somebody in India, right? right. A group in India. We do, we've spoken to small school groups as well as a big conference with EY and one with Microsoft and IBM. Um, yeah, all to get the word out. Look what people can do when you give them an opportunity. That's one of the reasons we're so grateful you have us on. 
because maybe listening now, there's somebody may say, oh, I didn't know that. It may have them think differently, right? But if you roll that up to what we do and our mission of spreading happiness, right? We're not just selling socks. Don't get me wrong, we have great socks, but the socks become the physical manifestation of our mission and of our story and our purpose. So if you get a product, socks from us, you're gonna get a package. First, it's gonna come right away. We do same day shipping. It's got John's picture on the outside. Yeah. You open it up and you get a great pair of socks. And then you look inside and there's a handwritten note from John saying, thank you. And on the back side of that note tells the story of John's crazy son. And you're gonna get a package of candy and you're gonna get two discount cards. Why two? One of your customers, one of her friends. Right? Just opening that is gonna make you happy. We hear all the time from customers saying, when I put the socks on in the morning, they make me feel so good because now you know you're part of this. You, you're helping us hire people with different abilities. You're helping us give back. You're sending out a message to the world. <clears throat> you're helping spread happiness. What an awesome thing. I am taking it in so much. Just like you said, just by you sharing the story, it it shares so much new insight to people, right? Because we are so caught up in our own image and our own world, and we don't get to have the conversation with the people like this on a day-to-day -day basis if we were not intentional, especially with these digital devices, right? And I, <laughs> I had so much questions like when you were sharing, but one of the things that I really love about your journey is everything it's so personal i love that how your people that you work with i love the way you put it they're not customers the people you're partnering with and working with because you are working with each individual and i was actually watching the, some of the videos that I have on your youtube channels and i love seeing john hun delivering your the socks to everybody that made me smile like so big and that's what care is about that's what sharing happiness that's what connecting with the people is all about and you're modeling that and even the tr the the check piece that you share it really is about modeling what you want to amplify in this world and i really really appreciate you for sharing all these stories seriously thank you for being in that stand and <laughs> speaking about wearing the socks and make you smile like of course it does you feel the love and also it's very bright colors <laughs> you know um what are the intention or what are the fun inspiration that comes from when you're designing or when you are writing these personal notes what are the inspirations well uh, first uh, we are looking for things that will make people smile, make people feel good. Not just, right, we could talk about different type, the different types of happiness, right? There's happiness, if you get a, an ice cream cone, that experience can make you just feel happy, right? 
But this happiness that comes from passion, from something you believe in, there's happiness that comes from a sense of goodness, a connection with beauty, a connection with others, right? Um, so there are a couple of things about the socks we are. First, we want to maximize choice. Because what I like, you may not like. So we want to make sure we maximize choice. So we make our own and we design our own, but we also sell from others. So we have about 27 different suppliers we get socks from. Everybody here helps pick socks. That's part of the benefits of diversity. I'm a 63-year-old, overweight, white guy living in the suburbs. How am I going to know what a 16-year-old Mexican-American girl in Houston is going to want? But if we have a diverse enough group of people here, we can offer things that everybody can find something, right? And we listen to our customers all the time. We take suggestions from our customers and those turn into socks we either design or we find from somebody else to bring in. Yes, we do the market research and see what's gonna be hot. Um, and that's, so part of it is, we're not trying to find one pair of socks that everybody's gonna love. We're trying to find something that Yuko is gonna love. Right. Um, frequently in business or retail, you wind up with the 80-20 rule. 20% of your products account for 80% of your revenue. That's not what happens with us. It's much more a long trail so that people can personalize things. So giving a gift, instead of giving a gift card, or, you know, I'm not sure what to do. Well, if you have a friend who loves dogs, you can give them dog-themed socks. Um, and our pet rescue socks that raise money for the North Shore Animal League. But we have three kind of guiding forces. Got to be fun. Got to spread happiness. And John has yeah. to be able to get behind it. Right. Right? I'll give you a, a negative example of that. Two years ago or so, one day, an order of socks showed up that our buyer had gotten, or one was ordering our socks. And in big, bold letters, it said, yo, bitch. Now, I can tell you those socks would sell. But John looked at him and said, we're not selling these because he can't sell those, right? Um, so, you know, we design, John's designed many of our socks. We design some in-house, we get some from others. Um, and they're all, the, the mentality we have is, what would people love? It's not, oh, what's gonna sell, but what would people love? What can we do for them? And the sales will take care of themselves. We're in it for the long haul. Right. I love that. So I, from what what I'm hearing right now is for like really in relationship with your 
the people, the customer who are purchasing the socks. It is about what would people like. And internally, your constant theme is this is something that you shared the other day. Uh, what would John do? That's an awful lot. Uh, the other day, we got an email from a woman asking us to appear at an event, happened to be on Long Island, and asking John to appear. And our colleague answered, responded, um, and, and the woman making the request, it was an odd request. It was kind of arrogant and almost rude and presumptive. And our colleague was, I mean, she was kind of pissed off. She wanted to tell this woman where she could go. We stopped and we said, okay, but what would John do? John's not going to get mad. John's going to say, hey, if I can do it, I'd love to be there for you. And part of it is that we learn here all the time. We don't know what's going on in your life. We don't know what burdens you bear. But if we just stop and listen, if we stop and watch, we'll see the beauty you bring to the world. We'll see the strength you have and the story you have to tell. And we're all so much better off if we do that. This is not touchy-feely stuff. This is not pie-in-the-sky stuff. This is just practical how you go about your day, right? Glad that. Good stuff. I'm in agreement with that 100%. That is a daily thing. That's how we show up. The it's, again, going back to you want to model what your world to look like, right? And that it's such a great example of how you two are showing up in this world, in this day and right now. And I am just so grateful for that. So thank you. And of course you are. You have a podcast called Love Lives Life. About <laughs> love, right? Yeah. I am. And I've been doing this, this, this is my fifth season and I've interviewed close to a hundred people at this moment. But every time I talk to people, it really is about falling in love with people. I bring in the guests because I fall in love with these people, their story and their mission. And I just want to brag about how awesome these people are. That's why I bring folks into the podcast. And when you two actually reach out and like, I, First of all, spreading happiness, totally in alignment with that. And uh, I used to call myself a happiness promoter. And uh, right now, I want to more in the space of amplifying what people are creating. But really, it's about sharing joy and sharing what people love and falling in love with each other. And I think that's the beauty of it. And you are doing that through relationship with each other first of all without it i don't think it will start and through the socks that you create a messaging of that and with your customers and the people that you work with and that it's so beautiful and that's something that i do not take that for granted and i want to share that to the world so i am truly honored that you two are sharing the story with me well again thank you it's listen you know you're going to meet a new person. When you do that, many people will do it with apprehension. Oh, this is a hassle. 
or what's this person going to want? Or what are they going to try to get from me or take from me or impose on me? If that's the way you approach people in the world, it's going to be sad. But if you're going to meet a new person and you're thinking, oh, this will be great. Let me find out about this person. Let me, let me see what this person, you know, what I can learn, what I can do for this person. It's going to lead to a better, you're going to be happier. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So I have a couple more questions. Um, Again, I can talk about how much I love YouTube's mission about spreading happiness. So you, you also do public speaking. You've been sharing words all over the world. And what is your biggest dream, if you have any? Keep spreading happiness. Well, I can talk about some of the new initiatives we're working on. Please do. So in October, we expect to introduce our happiness index. We have a mission to spread happiness. We should ask how we do it and try to measure it. You measure what matters. So we're already, we're developing this. Um, it's going to be made up of 50% of input from our customers. Um, we have lots of data. What are they telling us? How happy are, are we making our customers? And the other 50% is, what about our colleagues, our employees? How happy are we making them? Um, and it'll be one number, and we're going to publish that on our website, and we will share updates. And then we're going to want other companies. Show us your happiness index. How much happiness are you bringing to the, to the world? Can you imagine? If the president of the United States, every time he or she came to speak to the public and on the podium was the happiness index of how much happiness they were spreading. So that's one way. Another initiative that we're working on, uh, we're calling JCS Champions right now. Uh, we expect to roll it out in early 2022 in, a, in five years. We want to put 1,000 people into their own business, 1,000 people with differing abilities. We want to start them in their own business. We're going to give them a business in a box. And we'll get them started by giving them a rack, giving them inventory of John's crazy socks that they can sell, giving them marketing material, connecting them with a credit card processor, and giving them the support and training to get started and then ongoing being there with them. So we want to see across the United States a thousand new businesses owned by people with different abilities that will light up and show, look what people can do. Can't wait. Please keep me updated on all these exciting news. Please do. Okay, so how can people learn more about you and this new initiative? And how can people purchase the socks? Please share. Where can people get great socks? At johnscrazysocks.com. Johnscrazysocks.com. We, we are now the world's largest sock store. More choice than anybody else. Uh, great socks. And we should tell people 
We have 29,000 uh, online reviews, 96% are five-star reviews. Our customers are very happy, right? Um, and when you buy from us, you enable us to create jobs for people with different abilities. You enable us to give back. Here's a really cool thing. We've now donated $450,000 for our charity partners. And John here has donated over $100,000 to the Special Olympics, which is very cool coming from a Special Olympic athlete. So when you buy from us, you make that possible. When you buy from us, you're helping spread happiness. So you know, it's a great experience. Um, but people can also follow us on <clears throat> Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. TikTok, right? Yeah, TikTok too. We have TikTok. Oh, John is always <laughs> doing dancing videos in TikTok. Some of them have gone viral. It's great fun. We do have a YouTube channel where there are hundreds of videos. Right. Um, so there are lots of ways to engage with us. I love that. Thank you for sharing it. And I... I checked out the YouTube video that I mentioned, I said earlier, and I love that how you are introducing your people that you work with and all sorts of things. And I think that's a really, really cool way to get to know John's crazy sock even more. So I will put all the link in the description. So please make sure to click them once you finish this episode. Um, so my last question for you too, are you ready? Are we ready? Let's go. You ready? Last question. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, cool. So what is a call to action or a message that you would like to share with the audience today? Um, follow your heart, follow your dreams, work hard, show you can do. Pretty good. Pretty good. What could I add to that? Anything? Oh, you want me to answer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's something just for today. Let's go out and watch and listen to hear a new story from somebody you didn't know before. See some beauty, some strength, or a story from somebody new today. You'll be happier for doing so. That is a beautiful, beautiful call to action. And uh, well, and of course, they could buy some socks, right? <laughs> Absolutely, all of that and more. And uh, again, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. And I am so inspired, and I definitely learned so much from talking to you too. And I cannot wait to learn more about your new initiative. And I I'm pretty sure I will see more different types of socks coming up. So I will definitely check it out again. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you. Don't forget to check out their website, johnscrazysocks.com and all their social platforms, including TikTok. Today's call to action from John is follow your heart, follow your dream, work hard and show that you can do it. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Love Live Life podcast. Don't forget to visit my website, yougoislovelivelife.com and I'd love to connect you there. You can sign up to my weekly newsletter or join my Patreon community and talk more about art, people, and social good. Till next story, let's stay connected.